Welcome to the Indie Experts Podcast, where we're unlocking all the secrets you need to know about writing, producing and publishing non-fiction books that really work hard for authors. Join Dixie and Anne as they help you navigate all the tricks, traps and the majestic tapestry of storytelling as a means of sharing your expertise to your market. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here. What I wanted to do today was talk to you all about the overview of what happens with your book and a part of your team as far as what your book launch process is all about. So we're just going to briefly cover all that. And I'm going to just dig up this. Okay, so just in a nutshell, you've got what we call a before, during and after team. And we've created a resource on the website that you can use to download and you can tick off these parts and I'll show you that in a moment. But essentially, let's talk about before you publish your book. Before you publish your book, you've basically got to think about who's your book coach. Um, You've got an editor, a proofing editor. Someone's going to design the covers. Someone's going to design your social media. You've got formatting and you've got marketing. Now, obviously, working with indie experts, you get most of that covered really well for you because obviously I'm your coach and um, we've got your editors and your designing and all of the parts all of the moving parts are well covered but when you start to get to the thinking about your marketing and your social media you need to be aware of who and what is going to form part of your team and as I've said many times being uh, being an author it's not a solitary exercise it is a teamwork So you need to think hard about who some of these extra people are. And obviously, when you're working with us, um, there may still be additional people that that come into this. So, you know, make a note in this sort of document as to who and what will be doing what to help you get to the point where you're ready to publish your book. Now, during your book launch, again, we've covered some things like, for example, we have an Amazon expert on hand. We have your Ingram Spark and your drafted digital expert on hand. We can take care of your marketing strategy and we can also take care of some of your social media. Um, now, uh, we, Indie Experts, basically serves as your project manager for the entire process of doing your book launch. But let's talk a little bit more about a couple of things that come into this process. So, in some instances, you might want to hire a virtual assistant. Now, I know that a couple of the people on the call have got VAs. They use them really well. They use them for specific tasks, for example. And do you want to just tell us what you do with um, LinkedIn and getting your social media handled by a VA? Um, so my VA, she, I've worked, um, I've written all my my messages and things that go out to my contacts. So um, she helps send those out to I've, made, I've created a list of people, so she sends those out. She also um, keeps an eye on my messages. Will just reply to the, you know, the really simple ones where it's just a quick, you know, thank you or something like that. She flags everything else that needs my follow up. She'll help with um, doing some of my commenting, that sort of thing, just creating a presence for me. Because the reality is, you know, as much as I'd love to be able to do it all myself. Um, there's only so many hours in the day and I value sleep. So she really helps with, um, she just really helps me stay on top of that and 
also really flags anything that, you know, I might miss mm. along the way, the, the really important things that, um, you know, when people have asked a question and, and that sort yeah. of thing. So she keeps me on track, basically. How did you get your, your VA? Um, through Adam Houlihan. She okay. he helped me. So, yeah. but there's plenty of other options, I, you know, on different sites, Fiverr and various other things, but I've never actually gone onto those to, yeah. to know exactly how they work. So um, sometimes I come across a lot of people who are using VAs from the Philippines and the word that I heard um, in favour of this a few years ago was that they're highly recommended because um, English is their first language um, and that they have an amazing work ethic and an incredible um, mm. ability to get the work done and to you know, multitask and, and cover lots of areas. Yeah, so yeah. some people are using VAs that are just literally doing their um, yes. their PA stuff as if they were sitting in the office and booking their flights and, um, you know, managing their phone calls. Hmm. Others and VA is, yeah, the same. Yeah. She's from the Philippines. She has two degrees. Her English is fantastic. Hmm. Uh, sometimes she doesn't understand words, especially our, you know, Australianism. Um, but she's great. She'll just ask a question and go, I don't understand what this means. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 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 highly intelligent. Yeah, her, yeah. her work ethic is... Off the charts in most instances. Unbelievable. I've heard it, yeah. Very, yeah. And, and they're affordable as well. You know, their, their rates are a lot lower than what you might pay a Australian or New Zealand-based VA. Um, and, you know, the wonderful thing about a VA is that you only really need to um, have someone on, on staff to do what's needed, not to do, you know, not to fill in time and make coffee and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so as opposed to hiring an extra person to work in-house, um, a VA for especially social media and some online work is, is a really easy option. Now, you can also find VAs who are dedicated and focused on book launches because that's what they've been doing a lot of. Um, and sometimes you might have to train them. Um, so, you know, whoever you've got working for you in your team doing your book launch, you need to make sure that your project manager, your VA and your marketing strategist all know what's going on. Now, the other thing that you need to be aware of is that you've got to have a strategy around who your book's for, why they're going to want to read it, um, where to find them, you know, what sort of magazines, newspapers, radio stations do they listen to, you know, where, how do you best reach them? And a lot of that you should be covering off right at the very beginning when you start doing your book planning sessions. So your marketing strategy should follow through all the way from before, you look, before your book is ready to launch, all the way through to during your book launch process, and then after. And the other thing that you need is, or the other person that you need, is a public relations and media supporter. Now, obviously, in some instances, we cover some of that within um, indie experts, but you may also be working with someone outside who is a dedicated PR person. Now, a dedicated PR person basically will take you on for about three months. They'll work with your book before your book is ready to come out. So they'll usually want a couple of months notice that you're going to be ready to do your book. Then they will strategize your, um, who your targets are for media, um, and then they will support that process all the way through after your press releases go out. 
And we've talked a couple of times uh, a few weeks ago recently about what sort of page you need to have on your website to support the press releases or the media that you're doing as well. So you need to have a good team during your launch. And then after your book is launched, um, you know, when you get into the point where you're saying, okay, afterwards uh, we may still want to do more social media, we want to, might want to massage the social media campaign for quite some time, uh, we may need to use a photographer, an audio or a sound engineer to do um, excerpts of the book or to create an audio book. Um, you may need a videographer, someone who's going to do your book videos and take um, you know, extra images of yourself doing all kinds of wonderful things and kind of help your market to understand who you are when they've read your book and they want to go and find out more about you. Um, or the media before your book comes out. So you may also definitely want to consider um, some of these top people. You have written virtual assistant and social media on there again because this is also part of your after the book is done. Um, and then you may also need to um, consider something like a speaking association, getting some training for speaking, um, promotion around your speaking opportunities. And again, like we've got Ali, for example, um, we'll sign you all up onto eSpeakers. Uh, we'll make sure that our coaching processes start to incorporate what you're going to do about taking your content for your book and turning it into um, speeches or presentations or workshops. And then we've got things like your online program creators. So your online program creators will be the ones who will help extract your content and turn that into an online program, if that's what you're going to be doing. Now, you may or may not be doing any or all of these things, but starting to work through who is on your team is a really good, valuable way to sit down and say, right, these are the people that are going to be the ones that support me during my book launch even after my book is launched. And then what happens after my book is done? Am I going to just sort of sit it there like a book gathering dust in the library? Or am I going to continue to extract ways to um, maximize my leverage on it? And that's what you want to be thinking about. So this is a really simple checklist that I created the other day for you guys, just to make sure that you've covered all these things and that you write in there who might be on your team. And you might have sometimes two people. Joe. That's a really silly question. What does BDA mean? Before, during and after. Oh, God. okay. <laughs> well, is that some, some acronym that I've missed along the way? Okay, before, during and after. Okay. BDA team. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> okay. Now, as far as public relations, you have to start thinking, just as while you're doing your book, you've got to start thinking about, okay, go to a library, go to a bookstore, look at all of the books, see what you like, see what you don't like, um, get ready to brief your designers, etc. But when it comes to your PR, you've got to be thinking about where your market is. You know, how do you reach them? What TV shows do they watch? Do they watch Netflix or do they still watch Channel 7? Um, do you are they likely to tune into sunrise or are they more likely to be sitting on the radio um, listening to the drive home show um, which radio stations uh, what kind of djs do you want to be talking to what kind of news programs do you want to be um, hitting with your, your um, with your public relations um, do you want to be aiming for um, talkback shows or do you want to be aiming to just have someone review your book and bring you on for a five minute um, hey, here she is, 
and you know there is a difference in how you'll promote yourself based on those things what newspapers might people still be reading are they reading online or are they reading the the local thing that comes through the paper in the in in the on the weekends uh, sorry the the local rag that comes through the mailbox on the weekends i meant to say um, which online media are people using? Now, there's been a lot of conversation lately among um, many of our authors about should you be on Facebook? Should you use Facebook groups? Kate uh, Coluccio a couple of weeks ago was talking about how as an author, she uses the groups on Facebook really well to get presence and really market her book and herself and gets a lot of results out of that. Um, and she helps other authors to do the same. Um, some people swear by Instagram. I was talking to someone the other day who said, I do so much on Instagram, but Facebook just fails miserably for me. Um, I know some of us are really focused on LinkedIn, and I know we're doing really well with getting traction with our LinkedIn posting and our LinkedIn presence, both Anne and I. Um, some people love LinkedIn, and for some people, it's just completely the wrong market. LinkedIn is more about the business end. If you're trying to reach people who are, um, more business to consumer oriented, then LinkedIn may not be right for you. And all of these things need to be considered. Which ones are you going to target? And then when you go on to something like LinkedIn, when you're launching a book, you've got to think about which groups you're part of, which groups you're part of that um, might embrace um, receiving information about your book uh, that you might share posts with. Um, so the group's function on LinkedIn is really powerful. We've been learning recently, Anne and I, about the power of having events featured on LinkedIn. Uh, so which kind of events are you going to be posting up on your website? Are you going to have a virtual or a, um, a virtual book launch, for example? Are you going to make that something that everybody hears about? Are you going to do webinars? Are you going to make sure everybody knows about those to sign up? Are they going to be free? Are they going to be uh, paid ones? Or are they going to be part of a series or are they going to be ongoing uh, standalone events? So you've got to be thinking about all this early as well. So which online media and how are you going to use them? Uh, what other bloggers are in your marketplace that might be really well aligned to what you want to say or, or how you might want to even guest for them or have them guest on your blog site um, or website? So blogging can be a really powerful way of getting your market message out there. And also some of them write great reviews of books and some of them specialize just in doing book reviews. Um, podcasting. Now, we've been talking a lot about podcasting. We are about to launch ours, which is very exciting. We're just about there. Uh, stay tuned because that'll be happening in the next few days. Um, but podcasters are always looking for people to interview. So you can find uh, options for getting onto other people's podcasts reasonably easily. Um, I'm just going to see if I've got this handy to share. Uh, yes, I do. The um, podit.net is a place to find where guest speakers can um, put themselves out there for other podcasters. And also podbooker. So podbooker and podit.net, that's where you can go and say, hey, I'm either a podcaster looking for people to come and be guests on my show, or I am looking to be a guest on someone else's show. And you can search via, um, via topic or via people that you might have heard of. Um, so that's a really powerful way to go and um, 
put yourself out there if you don't want to do your own podcast. If you want to do your own podcast, trust me, it takes an awful lot of planning and work to pull that together. We've been very, very lucky with Dave Stokes, our audio guy, who we had on a few weeks ago talking about audiobooks. He's helped us create our podcast and we could not have done it without him. Now, I know that several of our authors are already doing podcasts and, you know, there is a, a huge strategy that goes in behind making this happen. If you are podcasting, keep doing it. Don't stop. Apparently, you just got to keep going and keep going and keep going. But there are many authors within our teams who are available for interview. Um, if you are not yet podcasting, strongly recommend that you have a conversation with us and with Dave about how you want to make your podcast work. Um, yes. Sorry. Uh, the podit. Podit. Is it P O D I T? P O D D I T. Okay. Thank you. Now, just while I'm on this list that I got the other day, B B U R L. So B B U R L dot co. Um, you can find on there a VA list. Now, I haven't done, haven't checked this out myself. I was told about this the other day by someone. Um, but it sounds amazing. Um, you can get the ultimate VA checklist to download on that program, on that website, bburl.co forward slash VA list. And it gives you the ultimate VA checklist. Um, so things like that are really useful to go through and think about long before you need to get online and start, um, you know, making these things reality. So then the other thing that you want to do, and this is getting into more where you'll be using a, um, a public relations um, strategist or, or someone who does PR for you, is that once you get in and you work out what you want to say and who, which um, shows you want to direct your, your public relations uh, drop to is which journalists you know do you have some favorites that you know are likely to love what you do that already follow your industry uh, do you have agents or do you need to find an agent for your PR um, do you um, you know are you looking at specifically producers of shows are you going to send your podcast uh, your public relations release directly to people for example bloggers um, do you want it, or podcasters, do you want to um, identify who the producers are at various TV or radio shows? Um, just because you like um, uh, Robin Terry and Bob breakfast show 97.3 in the mornings doesn't mean that it's worth sending something directly to them because most things have to go through their producer. Um, in some instances, though, you might strike it lucky and have a conversation with someone who knows someone who knows someone and get directly to the person that you really want to be talking to on air. Um, and sometimes it is still worth picking up the phone and ringing the station, even the TV station, and saying, hey, I've got a book coming out about this. Uh, one of our authors from early last year um, did exactly this. She had been waiting for her PR agent to, to do something. The PR agent hadn't done something about following up on um, working with her around what she was doing with the launch. So she literally picked up the phone and rang, I think it was ABC, got through to a producer, 
And uh, this very, very rarely ever happens, but she managed to make it happen, got through to a producer, told the producer very quickly and already had a practiced line of what she was going to say to get the producer's attention. I'm such and such. I've got this book coming out about this event. There is a timeline that this relates to because there's an anniversary coming up. It's an international event. Would you like to talk to me? Can I send you some information about my book? The producer said yes. She ended up getting on television. She ended up having a 60 Minutes show made about her. Um, there were lots of things that she did as a result literally of picking up the phone. And as I said, that is a very rare thing that that happens so easily. But if you're ready for it and you're prepared and you know who you're asking for, you know what you're going to say, it can happen. I also had it happen myself a couple of times back in New Zealand. Very similar story, um, once for myself and once for another author. It can happen, and radio stations are easier, but TV, TV shows are also worth tackling that way. But you've got to know your, your pitch. You've got to have it all really well thought out ahead of time. Um, then you've got to make sure that you know once your um, releases have gone out, once you've told everyone what you're doing, that your book's coming out, uh, when your book's coming out, who you're um, targeting it to, you've got to make a plan for your next steps. Are you going to follow everybody up? that you market to within a week, within two weeks, within a month? Are you going to prioritize some higher than others for follow-up? So you've got to think all that stuff through as well. So as I said, we created this simple document the other day just specifically for you guys to start thinking through as you are coming up to book launch time or, or at any time when you've got something really important happening. How are you going to tackle this? And then how do you sit down and talk with your public relations person if you're going to work with an agent, if you're going to work with someone who's a specialist, if you're going to work with a um, marketing strategist. You know, you putting some forethought into all of these areas will make that conversation and the outcomes of that go so much more smoothly. So I encourage you to all just go on and download one of these. Think about who your specialists are um, and what sort of things you want from them. Um, that VA checklist could be a fantastic way of saying, right, these are the things that I want to get a VA to do. Who can I find? What sort of VA do I want? Um, and, you know, if I was to do videography, uh, what would I want from a videographer? Do I just want a book trailer? Do I want, because, you know, the other thing to, to mention here is you can get all of these kind of services on Fiverr and some of those kind of places. Now, We've used Fiverr sporadically uh, for various things over the years. Sometimes it's a great experience. Sometimes it's not. Um, but, you know, you don't have to just go ahead and book yourself into the most expensive person on the planet that you think is going to do the best job. You might want to check to see what you can do to stretch your budget in some areas versus others. Um, we have obviously, we've got Dave Stokes, the sound engineer. We've got Tanya McQueen, our videographer, Louise Williams, our um, photographer. We work with Brad Houck for, for websites. Um, we've got lots of resources available to you guys to tap into. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to use what we're offering. So just plan through and think about what you need yourselves and then sit down and have a conversation with the right people about how they can best support you. And then sit back and hopefully enjoy the fruits of your labor. Joe. 
once you've um, completed this and you've got your got your pitch around what you want to say and so forth, it's another resource that's available um, certainly for Australians, I don't know about New Zealand, is Source Bottle. So there are organisations that you can sign up to to get a, an email every day, which is a list of the journalists and TV stations and all those people that mm. are looking for um, experts in a particular subject area. So, I mean, right. I've done it a few times and been published. <clears throat> you need to have your stuff ready, otherwise it's very time-consuming. But once you've mm. got your... Once you've got your your kit ready well then you can have that as an email that comes into your um, email once or twice a day and just scan it and see whether they're actually looking for somebody that has your skill set absolutely um brilliant sourcebottle.com yeah and and what was the one that you sent um an information piece about recently as well You sent something out the other day um, and suggested begins with T. Um, I can't recall, but yeah, there are various places like Source Bottle, and um, you know, there. In fact, I know of another couple of places that are set up, kind of almost directly in competition with Source Bottle. Um, see, I, I heard one. Can I yeah, put on that? Diana. Um, I, I heard it on a podcast actually no on a clubhouse um probably lots of you already do this but um you just put in google alerts yes yeah so you just log into google mm. and in my case you know that's where i get all my email from and stuff and register in a google alert and um i'm just trialing it at the moment and you can say just for certain countries it might you know like it might work for you but it's worth sort of trialing a few different google alerts um you know, like call for abstracts, speakers on leadership. So you have those phrases or whatever the phrases are that would mm. work for your area. And I dare say it's great if they're specific, but or or associated yeah. with speakers about resilience or conferences that include whatever they are. You don't want too many. And just sort of see whether that works for a while because they'll just email you and say, hey, this has come up. Yeah, yeah. So I know. I think the thing there, I had Google alerts and then <laughs> I stopped because I had it too broad and I was just getting so much. So I'm going to actually do it again and narrow it down. So I'm just mm. not getting just streams and streams of it. Was yeah. just, I never looked at it because it was too broad. Because <laughs> associations often do that call for abject, abstracts for their technical papers. But what that could do is then make you say, I oh, actually, well, maybe I should just contact them and see if they'd like me to speak on my topic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good way of getting, getting a heads up of um, who's doing what and who's actually active because there's a lot of associations that just sit back and do nothing. Um, and then there's a lot that are really actively seeking expertise and input into their associations. And the good thing about associations is that usually they're um, – their, their top people tend to turn over because they keep things fresh. So as soon as someone new comes into some associations, they put the word out, hey, we're looking at this and we're going to do this and we're all full of new enthusiasm again. So that can be really good. I've used Google Alerts a little bit like you to start with and where I just had so much that I just stopped. And I thought, oh, no. And then someone said, well, why don't you just change your filters? So I did. And I get maybe three or four a week now um, as opposed to, 10 or 20 a day 
So, and they're a lot more specific to what I might be looking for. Um, I do tend to sometimes just ignore them and sometimes I just put them into my, um, into the file and just kind of think, oh yeah, I must go back and check that. Um, but sometimes it's worth doing, you know. Um, but yes, Source Bottle has been fantastic. Um, and there's a place in Sydney that's just started up a new one, version of that. Um, oh, it was the one that we were talking to last year and that uh, wanted to charge us lots of money to be part of their association or their online thing. And I mean, you know, they had some really good ideas as well. So, you know, some of them are free, some of them are not, which is another good reminder, but uh, it's definitely worth checking out how you can uh, start to study the media and who's interested in what you might have to hand out. Um, so when we talk in a couple of weeks' time to Jules Brooke, she'll be showing us how to do things like um, plan out your press release and create a press release and um, then get it out to the market and what you can do with that. So she's got a really cool program that that does. Um, but we also have um, decided to start doing a lot more in this area for our authors too. So, um, you know, it can be a great way of, you know, saying, look, I'm, I'm going to do something new or I'm taking a new, new pathway around this particular subject. Uh, I might decide to relaunch a part of my book or I'm going to launch the audio book or the condensed version book uh, version of the audio book or you know something's going on in the media right now with a b or c which is relevant to what my topic is I'm going to send another press release out so there's all kinds of ways of making this work for you but you've got to put some forethought into it and you've got to be thinking of this as being hey I am an expert and I will be uh, having to dive right into this whole experts industry. Now, someone's just, oh, Joe, thank you. Sourcebottle.com. <laughs> Diana, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Different kind of source. Different kind Different of source. Kind of source. <laughs> Did you think it was SAU? <laughs> You're not doing tomato sauce, love. I have to admit, when I first heard about Sauce Bottle, I thought it was that as well, and I was looking up Sauce Bottle. <laughs> I didn't even know, I just typed it in. <laughs> so for anyone listening to this later, it's S-O-U-C-E Bottle. <laughs> so, yeah. So there you go. That's what we're all about this week is just starting to think and plan ahead. And the more you do that, the more you can achieve with all of the marketing strategy around the before, during and after your book is launched. And because it's not just about the book, it's about all the other stuff. There you go. Thanks, Diana. Thumbs up to you too. <laughs> well, that's one more flag on the map clearly identified. For extra author resources to make your journey even more enjoyable and stress-free, visit www.indieexperts.com.au. You can locate us on all our social media platforms by just searching for Indie Experts. Join Dixie and Anne next time for more navigating the journey of sharing expertise through publishing books that work harder.